Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. My name is Sue Ellis Seller, and I am here with Spiritual Business Spotlight, where we are here to change the world, basically. I interview up-and-coming spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs about their work, and it is a fabulous job. So the reason I started Spiritual Business Spotlight was to have these conversations, to shine the light on other people in the spiritual community who are here to make a difference. And I feel that's so important right now, especially, you know, it, there is a shift happening. There are things occurring and we need to have visionaries and leaders thought leaders who help us to see things from a different perspective to perhaps shift things within ourselves and to help us heal so that we can create a new um, way of doing things a new worldview a new world vision and potentially heal the planet which is you know the outcome that we're looking for so I wanted to start a little bit early. I'm waiting for Jenny Glad to join us today. And Jenny is a transformational, let's see, let me find her, a change catalyst, clinical hypnotherapist, writer, and motivational speaker. She's joining us from Spain today. And she's the creator of the Clarity Method, where she's a master of helping spiritual women entrepreneurs to reconstruct connect whoops to reconnect with themselves to change their inner blocks and patterns and for self-mastery abundance and success to help them receive the results they want and need her mission is to show everyone you are the creator of your happiness and reality you can consciously change your life and manifest your desires by empowering the connection within the self Jenny undertakes personal coaching, online classes, and mindfulness coaching with organizations. And she'll be here in just a few minutes. She had to switch her office because I guess that some construction started outside. Hello, whoever's here. Welcome, welcome. So I just thought I would hop on here since I had this live scheduled. And, you know, usually it depends on the day and the time and, and the interview. Um who I, let's see, who joins me live. Sorry about that. I had to like figure out what I was trying to say there, such as a live broadcast. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit and I can cut this out. This is the beauty of creating videos. I'm creating this video right now on StreamYard and I am not yet an affiliate for them, but I just wanted to tell you that I use StreamYard for my streaming it can stream to a variety of different locations all at the same time. And I get a recording from it, uh, not only a video recording, it's uploading to YouTube right now, but also the audio recording that I can download onto SoundCloud, which is my podcast um, feed. And that goes right into iTunes. So I think it works really well for me. And when I was sitting here waiting for this interview to start, I thought I would make a little tutorial about checking out and seeing if you're buying pirated decks or not. And I know this is completely off of Jenny's topic, but since I'm here and I have the time and the energy until she gets here, then I will tell you. So I recently bought a actually a set of decks from Raven Phelan 
Um, she did the Dreams of Gaia Oracle, and she's also Dreams of Gaia Tarot. Sorry about that, Dreams of Gaia. And she also just came out with the Messenger or Oracle and the Seeker Oracle. And if you see her artwork, you can see that's something that attracted me to her work. It's just really, really beautiful artwork. Um, and so when you are buying a deck online, if you buy it directly from the artists themselves, you know that that money is going directly to them and that you are getting a non-pirated deck. So that is your first best option. Your second best option, if you're going to buy from like um, Amazon or a book dealer or whatever, is to check out the box and the you know, kind of what's included. Because um, an authentic deck from the original artist will name the artist as the artist of the deck. So you'll find that on Amazon. And then you'll also see a few different things in the deck that characterizes that it is an authentic deck that's being sold by the artist and not being pirated. Number one, you'll see their name really boldly displayed. A lot of times pirated decks will remove the name of the artist and author. Another thing you'll see is on the side, you have the publishing house. Whoops. The publishing house right here is Blue Angel. And if this was a pirated deck, they would probably remove the publishing house and, of course, the um, person who created the deck. Sometimes they do not come in a nice box like this. So you'll just get the deck in like a little cardboard or something that's really not sturdy and beautiful like this deck or this box here it's a really nice thick box um and then you'll also in the real deck get the white book which is the book that essentially explains the cards their meanings and how to interpret the cards a lot of times there will be like a forward or an informational uh, introduction to the deck itself. And these white books are really, really informative about the deck and give you an, let's see, an introduction into the way the artist, artist thinks and creates. Um, I am going to do a deck reveal or a deck um, walkthrough with this later, but I just wanted to show you, you know, kind of how you can see if a deck is a, an authentic deck that's really from the artist itself or is a ripoff. Uh, what I was going to say about the book, a lot of times if the, if there's somebody pirating a deck and trying to sell it to other people online without the permission, of course, of the Dex creator or the publishing house, they won't have these books. You'll What you'll get is a like a QR code that will link you to some kind of printout or something like that that's not included. It's not nice. Um, so I think that's really important. A lot of people have asked a question about how they could tell whether or not a deck was pirated. And I think it's a good good information for you to have to know when you're shopping for different decks and 
if you can, if you want to see me do the deck introduction or the deck reveal with these two decks, they're beautiful. All of her art is really fantastically beautiful. It's it's just amazing. So I will be doing a um, an unboxing. That's what it's called. Couldn't think of that. Jenny seems to be somewhere here joining us. So I am kind of seeing we have a blank screen for her right now. I am going to message her really quick and see um, if she's having some kind of technical difficulties with getting into the, the group here. And I think it's really important right now for this conversation to be happening because Jenny helps with um, overgivers to heal and to feel more empowered and in charge of their own energy and what they're doing um, with their time, energy, and effort so they don't feel so taken advantage of, overwhelmed. And that is one topic that has come up time and time again in my own life. So just letting you know that uh, hopefully Jenny will be joining us in just a moment. Let me message her and see if she's got... Um, I'm just reaching out to her to see. Uh, have a look again. To make sure. Nope, she's still blacked out. Okay. Uh, Hopefully she'll be able to join us. And if not, we'll be able to reschedule this at a later date, a more convenient date. And see, oh, looks like she left the studio and maybe she'll be coming back, hopefully. <laughs> if not, we will, whoops, see if she is. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. She's trying to get in again. Okay. Jenny, see the chat. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Oh, there you are. I didn't see it. It was all blank. No, out I was uh, coming and going for a while. Just a moment. I can see. Yeah. The light is better here. Lovely to see you. I was um, chatting with you when you were talking and talking, but you couldn't see my chat. <laughs> No, that's really, ah, uh, here it is in the private chat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You didn't get the notification. I didn't know that you're live already, but I heard that you are live already. So I'm happy to be here. Sorry. There's road work outside and, you know, it was huge. Um, yeah. A lot going on. So I came here to our cellar. So it's private and peaceful. <laughs> Well, thank you. And thank you for joining me today. I'm sorry I didn't see the messages. And Don't that worry. just gave me a little chance to introduce you. So hello, Jenny. Oh, yeah, Man, that's welcome. right. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. You know, I just joined and you. I saw you showing some cards or something. And, you know, 
Yeah, I figured I would just use the time that was there and um, make a little like something that I can carve out later on and oh, use and just to keep the, um, because I do use uh, StreamYard and okay. if you don't start on time, then they cancel everything and oh, then I would have to restart oh, everything. So yeah. yeah, Don't worry. I use the time. So, <laughs> yeah. so welcome, welcome. And you are a change catalyst, a clinical hypnotherapist, a writer, and emotional a motivational speaker, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And transformational coach, you know, that's the, the main job. That's how I call it. It's like everything goes under that umbrella. So coaching uh, and I do have different method, uh, methods that I'm using, like hypnosis and hypnotherapy that I brought like part of my coaching work um, about like five, six years ago. And because of, I was stuck with my clients and I was like, there must be a faster way how to get understanding what's really holding them back and, and blocking them from moving forward. And then I found hypnotherapy and hypnosis and, and brought it part of my business and my coaching methods that I'm using. Nice. And mm -hmm. so that kind of gets beyond that superficial level of, you know, kind of what we're consciously aware of yeah. the motivations, the, you know, motive, not only motivations, but blocks and, mm -hmm. and, and almost subconscious motivators within our work. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, of course. You know, it's, it's mostly um, subconscious. And, you know, if you know anything about the mind and the brain, how it works, it's like the 95% is subconscious. And this is a fascinating discussion I had with my one of my clients yesterday and um, how actually and why actually we keep this information hidden and how the mind is working and it's only trying to keep us safe and protected and in our safety zone. And this is the work that I'm working with most of my clients, no matter what they want to achieve and accomplish, no matter what is the roadblock, emotional, mental, or physical roadblock that is blocking them from moving forward. So I mainly help with that so that they can actually expand, they can reach their full potential or the next level. I always believe that there's more potential as we go on and as we expand and we find more inter interesting, interesting, um, interesting things that we, or visions that we want to accomplish and achieve. But for example, for me and my own story, um, I still do the same thing. So I, I was really willing to find my purpose and willing to connect with my meaningful life I would say so like what is the meaning of me and what is the meaning of life and why I'm here and what is my purpose and I had this urge inside of me for years and years and years until I actually connected with that and made big changes in my own life and started my business and started creating this purpose driven business and work that I'm doing today Nice, nice. So this was a natural progression from your own internal desires. Well, uh, 
kind of I I was pretty aware that you know um of my gifts and and um desires and it's it's like a the deep passion inside of me but I didn't dare to do the changes until I really had to so and talking about changes meaning changing the career um leaving like a 12-year corporate career because I had invested a lot and of course created a life based on that and and starting a business starting to to you know study a new profession completely it felt like a huge risk there were a lot of fears related to that oh I can imagine because you go from a secure you know stable secure as much as a corporate job can be yeah. um undertaking to exploring something new and also something that is becoming more mainstream but has still been on the fringes of kind of mainstream for the past 10 years i mean it's gaining popularity yeah, and, and definitely yeah yeah and do you mostly help spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs correct um Partly, yes. I say spiritual, conscious people who are a little bit more aware of, you know, and and I wouldn't say holistic, but as we talk about last 10 years, I think many people have opened up to think about life in different ways and are open to follow their real heart-based passions and desires and their gifts. And, you know, I could say, like, I'm highly spiritual, so I, I do, do um, work with many spiritual people. And most of my business clients are open to that as well, doing meaningful things. That's really important for me that we speak the same language and understand each other, that there's more than we kind of consciously understand. And, and that's opening up the doors for expansion and you know, it's like a, it requires that they open-minded. And I was actually thinking about it, and and I'm working with companies as well. And uh, I choose to work with companies who have a purpose, who want to do meaningful things, who want to change the lives, uh, lives or or world, and do good things in the world in their own own precious ways. Yes, that's so important right now, especially moving forward. And, and I think we're seeing kind of a, a flashpoint of that shift right now. Yeah. And and how we're investing our money, the companies we're investing in and and their reach. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that that a lot of people are, are becoming more aware of that and then consciously working with or deciding to work with or even setting up their own companies in a more conscious manner. And I think you do a little corporate work and a little like entrepreneur work too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I do. So I do work. Most of my clients are, you know, they are like me, like I was before. Um, they want to transform their career. They want to tap into more meaningful life. They want to start doing what's really helping them to feel fulfilled because in the end it's it's really about fulfillment and feeling that they are doing the things that they wanted to they sort of came here to do so you know um, making a difference enjoying their lives because I believe deeply or actually know that we can't really be happy if we go against our own desires 
and um, it's causing a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, and what you're talking about is becoming in alignment with yeah. your mission and your vision and your energy and your purpose and yes. your your and and you brought up a good word earlier, holistic. It's not mm. just the time you spend at work. No, no, like. I think it like it was before, you know, before my own transformation. Um, I felt like this is the things that we do and these are the shoots that we do and this is the thing, you know, this is the concept of life or formula for life that is making me happy, you know, uh, getting married, having children, getting um, college degree or university degree um, and getting a good job and making income. But, you know, I quickly find that that's not working. For me, I didn't get married or I didn't get children <laughs> yet, you know, at that time. But, um, yeah, I, I was sort of a disappointed in life. I was like, there must be something more. I'm disappointed. There must be something bigger things. And I don't feel happy. I do this. I go there every day. I do this same routine every day. Um, I was able to travel. And still I, I felt like something's lacking. Something is lacking. And I was lacking something and I didn't know exactly what it was until I figured out it's, it was like lacking purpose, lacking uh, meaning, understanding who I actually was. I had lost the connection with myself along Ooh. the way. Mm. Well, and that's an important recognition. Mm -hmm. It's That's like life-changing, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that's the that's the point where you either decide, you know, that's the why in the road kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And so through connecting, reconnecting with yourself mm -hmm. and rediscovering who you were, you were like, I can share this process mm -hmm. with, with other others. People. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because I saw that it's working. I saw, you know, I needed to, when we talk about the method that I'm, I'm, I had created along the way, and it's not only before I started my transformation from uh, professionally from the corporate to, to becoming an entrepreneur and business owner um, and helping others, um, but it's the method that I had developed over the years when I have seen and working with clients, but also working with myself. And I consciously and continuously do the inner work with myself. So it's like, and therefore I created the Clarity Method to offer the tools for my clients and so that they can do the same. So they can learn how to do inner work, how to do healing work, how to tap into their genius and their vision and so that they can actually move forward to that in their own way. In their own way so everything i do and and believe people are people are unique they all have something to give and i you know i was thinking this morning i 100 percent believe in people and their abilities to to get and have and create what they really desire when there's a meaning and alignment as you speak about the alignment you know in my own transformation i first studied as a yoga teacher and I had done yoga once a week for sort of a stress management to open up my body for 10 years before that. And uh, doing the yoga teach training was like a first 
part of my own transformation, like a deeper, bigger transformation. And then when I started coaching a little bit later um, that year, I realized that I'm teaching the, sort of a life of yoga, you know, talking about alignment, talking about flow, tapping into your own wisdom and knowledge and intuition and creating from that place, taking action from that place, because uh, it's the only truth that we have, the, the wisdom we have, and it's always leading to good things when we when we follow our inner voice. I love that, because I think, too, that learning to reconnect with your own inner voice and and learning how much you how much wisdom you have within yourself. Yes, is something that was kind of socially lost for a while, shall we say, yes. we were always yes. encouraged to look to other people for our mm -hmm. answers. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, those answers were not for us, they were for them if they would have been us, you know, and so it's just like, yeah. um, and that that's a completely different source of motivation and inspiration, because even the best advisor is not going to be able to tap into your own unique intuition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we can learn these things from the others. And we can, of course, we have to educate ourselves. And you know, when we're building a business, for example, and we take these lessons, and then we use, use this knowledge for our own benefit in our own way. Um, and I don't know if you have read the book, uh, what is his name? Uh, Still like an artist. So you take the learnings and take the, take the lessons and then you go and create and use that information in your own way. Nice. I haven't read that yet, which I need to yeah. read that because yeah, it, it's, 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 a super, it's Austin, Austin Cleon. I think the book is, it's a small book, but really interesting and inspiring. Well, okay, I have to put that on my list of books along with your book. You have a book too, don't you? No, I don't have a book yet. It's like yeah. it's been coming and coming. It's definitely one of my big dreams and I have many books inside of me. And I have written the first verse, uh, first draft of of um of my book earlier and that was a sort of an inspirational memoir about my own path and changing and transformation because I had to go a lot of through a lot of obstacles in my personal life until I was like ready to really understand and decide like hey I am the one who is creating this this is my reality and I have to take responsibility to get out from this rut and that's what I did and that was my motivation to really move on and forward and that sort of led to creating the methods and and the work that I'm doing today nice well you already have the first draft. Then. I have the first draft. <laughs> and I am actually thinking of, I have a program called Conscious Creator, which is based and created on, on the clarity method and, and the transformation that I'm taking through my clients. When they feel that they are in the crossroads, they are in um, lost and they don't know what's happening. They are burned out and, and feeling numb and, can't really connect anymore. That's where I, I pretty much was like uh, um, in my own own life earlier. And that's about like, you know, how we connect, how we actually get access behind that 
chaos and dizziness and and release and heal um, the blockages and and the mind um, behind that, so that we start understanding and hearing ourselves again. And yeah, so this is the program, and I am you know planning, planning and doing and working uh, with the ebook of of that actually. When is your program going to be released? Because I know we talked a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. So the program has been there for 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 years already. For, ah. for three years already. I just finished the last round um, two weeks ago, and um, planning. I'm not sure when is the next round going to be because it's going to be. Uh, upgraded. I want to upgrade the con concept. I want to upgrade the program because uh, I see that there's a lot of things that I want to add into it. So I'm creating a new curriculum and probably doing a new live live course. Um, so creating it on the go and helping people to heal actually deeper. Because of what I have found on my own healing journey and working with the clients, you know, there's a lot of, especially women entrepreneurs, spiritual women, women entrepreneurs, who don't feel safe to receive, who don't feel fully safe <laughs> to create the abundance, be successful, because um, based on their earlier conditioning and you know generational patterns and and blockages that they have learned that it's not available to me. <laughs> you know, that is one of the biggest beliefs that we have actually. And therefore they can't take action or, you know, um, receive the money that they deserve. And, and yeah, so this is something that is, is really close to my heart. And therefore I want to want to work with the Conscious Creative Program. And actually I have another program like a month long um program coming up this this spring and that is for the overgivers and uh, people who struggle with the dependencies and feeling so stuck in their own life and with their own work and with their business and that can't take action and how i know this of course it's becoming from my own life again because i can't you know it's really difficult to teach anybody anything if you don't have the experience of it and <laughs> true and yeah so um yeah i'm working on with these couple of programs right now but of course working with the people on one-on-one -on -one all the time Oh, that's good to know mm -hmm. then. Because, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, basically, with a lot of the people in the spiritual community try to be super accessible and, you know, highly affordable. And yeah. it just leads to burnout. And then we're also being given um, the message a lot of times, because I've been in this community for a number of years, too, where... Mm -hmm oh, you shouldn't charge for your work because this is a gift or, oh, mm -hmm. you know, and and really um, undervaluing through society, through internal conflict, through, you know, just, um, gosh, <laughs> the spiritual community, the, 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 as a whole, mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. So that I can see how that would completely be something that you would want or need to 
help people sort through in order for them to take the next step. Yeah, and, and being able to receive because quite often we have been, um, you know, our upbringing, what we have learned from society, from culture, and a lot of spiritual people and women who are very gifted, who have a lot to give to the world, who are a lot needed in this world to to able to heal and change these things um, that we see happening in the in the world. Um, you know, if we go back to many generations, seven generations, women were kind of a thinking, you know, they were too spiritual, too powerful and disempowered in some point. And many women that I work with, they are hugely gifted and because it's easy for them to actually help others. They think that it, they, it's not worth for for making good money, for example. And it's so easy and effortless for them to help their clients it's so easy for them to jump in and support others because that's they they have been growing up to that but they are also very empathetic and they have big hearts and they can do that but they also have the strength and power to be there this is something that many people have forgotten that how powerful that actually is but you know then they are sacrificing when we're talking about boundaries and you know these people quite often lack boundaries and i'm talking about myself as well and i have needed to learn to set those boundaries so that i understand and and re really go deeply to understand myself and my gifts and and set those boundaries who i am so that i'm not leaking my energy all the time to other people or or not understanding what is the value of my work and that value of the work that we are doing and helping others and serving others, that is ours to define. Nobody else can do that, actually. It has to come from the inside. It has to come from the, the awareness and especially from the high self-worth. We're talking about self-worth in here deeply. And um, when I work with people in hypnosis and when we do energy work and hypnosis i combine that so that we can actually work with the energy in the body in the mind and uh, shift that we often go back to the main beliefs i'm not good enough i am not worthy enough um other people will attack me if i'm becoming more successful they struggle with their relationships so quite often when we talk about business that is not successful we need to look other other areas of life as well Mm. So, so it's not only about when we and when we talk about business, we need to look like what are the business beliefs related to that? What is the energy that it, around your business? You know, what kind of a things you send out there? If you're coming from the place of victimhood and believing that it's not possible for you to do and have and be who you want to be or become, it's really difficult to get it because of That's the energetics. That's a great point. I mean, you made so many great points, the lack of boundaries, the leaking of energy, the the dismissal of personal value, and how it's all personal relationships and feelings about success and and worthiness are like major issues that I see coming up too in in working with spiritual entrepreneurs as well. So you support their energetic functions and you also allow them to release any kind of blockages or buildups in their uh, subconscious or body 
that yes. would be related to these things. Yeah, this is the, the main part of the healing work that I do. So as I do have a long business background, you know, um, for over 20 years, I've been in business in different kind of a businesses and in digital marketing in that space. Um, I studied as an engineer in my 20s. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've done different kind of a things. But, you know, the healing work that I do, it's it's deeply spiritual but it's also mental and psychological and emotional work that we do so that we understand the trauma sometimes people go to their past lives and sometimes we need to work with the whole family line to release these energies so that are creating the blocks the roadblocks and so that we becoming free or my clients are becoming free to connect with a vision, connect with a power, kind of a take back the power and, and understand their own potential. So learning to believe in oneself, understanding and stop comparing to the others and stop finding the perfect method or formula or, or a concept that is, you know, that is 100% giving you what you need. This is what I see a lot in online space and and we just want to find that somebody's saying us this is the right thing that you need to do and we can't trust ourselves and have faith that we can actually do and find the steps when we are moving forward so taking action is something that i see like many uh, spiritual women entrepreneurs online entrepreneurs or even local entrepreneurs they are lacking though so they don't are not taking it they are not able to take action it feels like they are glued in this body. They are just giving, they believe they need to give and give and give and do a lot, put a lot in effort in order to receive. And it's funny that I even, I work with um, spiritual people, you know, psychics, intuitive people. They still have the blocks, you know, they can't see their own situation clearly. And of course, that's why we want to get some help and support so somebody's helping to see us like this is where you are this is your reality and actually this is coming in the way Does right that make sense? totally because it's it's i'm like uh, this is what i need too because it's just <laughs> yeah. like being able to do the work for other people yet not be able to do it for yourself or looking mm -hmm. at your you know um what i'm seeing a lot of times is people get stuck that there's only one way to do things or you know you can only do sessions for example or you mm. can only do this or that but there's a wide variety of different business models or that you can incorporate into your work or just being seen and putting yourself out there without fearing you know in some places fearing the community judgment, the yeah. judgment of the community, but in other ways, um, yeah, standing up in, in also a very competitive market mm -hmm. because we are a competitive market, you know, and, yeah. and so standing up, standing out, being able to accurately represent what you can do and how you're different than other people as well. Absolutely. But, you know, when you focus on that, that you would need to be different, you would need to stand out, you would need to do something different than other people that keeps people actually stuck. Because then you are in this uh, comparison mode and you think like, how can you 
how can you be the unique one? But you know, in that doesn't work. You have to just put yourself out there and do it and, and focus on what really calls you. Following your intuition, following your inner voice, doing those whatever it is that they want to do, you know, lives or connecting with people, creating great relationships is a way to start a good business. Because mm -hmm. when we're putting ourselves in the online space and thinking that we just do some posts over there, here and there, you know, it's hard to kind of um, stand out. But people create our business. It's people who we need to connect with. And consistency is the key. Yes. <laughs> yes. And sometimes, though, I think that the that consistency feels overwhelming to people. Yes, absolutely. When there's no plan, when there's no understanding, what is that what they want, where they are going, what they want to achieve, um, what is the big vision, what is their purpose, you know, why they do that. You mentioned the why before, it's so important. But, you know, when you have a clear vision, when we have a plan, when we have a strategy, that doesn't have to be that defined because then we can, we can plan about like next three months. In the situation that we are in the world today, we can't even, you know, it can feel that we can't even plan that. But, you know, we have to, it's, it's about trusting and, and really strengthening the trust muscle, right? So that right. we can trust the unknown. Feel safe to trust the unknown. I like that. That's, mm -hmm. I think that's part of the, the fear for people as well is being able to, you know, kind of set this plan in motion and trust the guidance that not only because there's two sides of this, I'm going to bring it back a little bit, but you're saying, yeah, you have this plan, you have this vision, you, you, you know, not double down, but kind of stick with the vision, even though you don't know the outcome, you yeah. just know. Um, but then there's also following your intuition without being distracted by shiny objects. Yes, exactly. You know, then going back to, this is important. <laughs> You're making really, really important here. So when we have the vision, the vision is out there. You know, it's there, it's embedded in us. It's, we know, you know, when it's, when it's inside of you, you know it's going to happen. And I, for example, I have had this dream of becoming an author for, I don't know how many decades. Right. <laughs> I dreamed about that when I was seven years old and somebody said to me, that's not a good profession because you can't make money with that. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh. I was like, okay, I have to think, oh, maybe I'll become a teacher. So I wanted to become a teacher. But, you know, that's enough for creating this kind of a drama and block. It doesn't have to be a huge, huge thing that you stop or kids stop believing in, them as, in themselves. And... It doesn't have to be a huge traumatic event that um, that makes you believe and reinforce the beliefs and patterns that keep you stuck from receiving your ultimate success and happiness. But quite often when we talk about spiritual women, they have been going through a lot because it seems like they are the souls, you know, who need to learn a big lesson so that they could actually share that message and help others even better. 
that's how I see that because I quite often, I've been going through a lot of struggles, a lot of suffering. It hasn't been an easy path for me. And sometimes I'm asking, why do I have to go this through again? <laughs> you know, that's what right. we ask, like with things that not working for us or there's big obstacles. But then I realize in the end, when I'm getting on the other side of it, that it's, it's for the purpose of growth and learning and actually helping me to move towards my desires, my purpose, why I'm here for expansion. So that's a different way to approach challenges and obstacles. And no matter who other messengers may be our partners or people uh, of a family or, you know, uh, what's happening in the grocery store, when we feel triggered, it's time to do some work. You know, right. Oh, that's a good point to make. And even when it's our clients who are triggering us, I yeah. think that's yeah. important too. You know, there you you kind of alluded to the wounded healer where we are working within, you know, kind of our own healing shift and our own spiritual journey. And we're sharing that spiritual journey mm -hmm. with other people along the way. But there's also going to be times in our business journey that reflects on this healing that we're going through that we need to, you know, kind of take into consideration. I think this is kind of one of the areas that your work helps with as well. Absolutely. So as I said, it's not only about, well, it's everything is, I believe everything is coming from us internally. And and this universe probing these ohms sometimes that we need to kind of figure out how to get over it and how to learn learn from it. But you know, it's like it's could be happening in the business. It could be happening other areas of life that is affecting your business and your work because you your energy is not focused on on to the right place or it's not balanced and. Um, yeah, I'm I'm losting losting my idea now. Well, it's also <laughs> that like, holistic. Like, what what is what I'm talking about? <laughs> Don't worry, I do that all the time. Like, oh, I had this great point, but I lost yeah. it, so I am yeah. just meandering along the way there. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also I like that though because usually too you're going to see a mirror. You know, you're talking about the holistic person. You're talking yes. about the person's spirit and their soul and their ten their tendencies and you know these blocks. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, these blocks are not going to be limited to your relationships with your partner mm -hmm. or your relationships with your children or your business or you mm -hmm. know your own self confidence. They're mm -hmm. going to be strewn through all of those things. And so you're going to see bits of these seeds or, or roots, shall mm -hmm. we say, yeah. you know, it, it's just like if you're weeding the garden and, you know, like thistles, if you pull one up, six of them, you know, spring up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's all and, right. And so having those tools, you have a lot of tools in your toolbox that you can share with people in order to get in and do the deep work. Yes, and come back to present moment. Now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. So we were talking about the vision and you know going there and not 
you know, staying there in the future, because that's the problem for many, that we say, you, you mentioned the shiny objects, right? Yeah. And what I have found and what I have in, in the Clarity Method is how to be present in here, in the here and now, and the tools related to that, how to work with the emotions, how to how to heal the blockages, how to, that we can only witness and actually become aware in the present moment so that we can get back to the alignment and do that like daily work so that we can feel highly energized so that we believe that we things can come to us so that we can take action so that we can move towards our our goals and desires right nice so, so this is actually what i started after I started the second part of my own life, that's what I called because I went through a lot of, lot of issues related to life and death, and um, and I realized like, hey, I'm first of all that I'm creating my reality. If I created this shit that I'm going through, I can also recreate and become happy. And I started my personal happiness project. That is pretty much the the clarity method that I I have right right now. And then I started connecting with the present moment because I felt so disconnected. And it felt like I'm unraveling those layers and layers and layers to deeply connect with the heart and deeply connect with the soul and my purpose and why I'm here. And it took a while to get access because I didn't have the tools and I was finding my way quite intuitively over there and learning things online and reading books and just sitting in the silence a lot and then i learned that what matters most is to be present because that's how we can choose that we are feeling happier that's where we can actually deal with the emotions and and change and shift our feelings and of course now i have plenty of tools how to do that and for example, yesterday in the client session, I gave him like five tools and even how to work with the subconscious. And we did this beautiful exercise, how to talk with the mind and actually why it's keeping him stuck. What, what are they having? It's, it's fascinating. It sounds a bit crazy for people who don't understand that, you know, separating the voices in your head. What is the mind? What is your intuition? Um, what is your deep, deep calling? And but when you practice, and it's not only meditation, because quite often when we are, you know, taken by the subconscious pattern, it feels like we can't even go for that walk that is helping us to feel calm and peaceful because we're feeling so anxious. And therefore, you know, I give the tools what to do in that situation because you can decide, you know, we can't change the habit, for example, because we can decide, okay, I'm starting this habit that I'm waking up 6 a.m. in the morning and then writing an hour, for example, or doing some exercise in the morning before other people are waking up in the family. And we can't change that habit because if there's a big subconscious resistance. Your mind doesn't like that. Well, you're just too tired. So you have to look like, why are you so tired? Or, you know, what's coming in the way? What is your mind actually? What are your beliefs saying about waking up at 6 a.m. and doing what you want to do. And then we start understanding and becoming aware what's in the way, and then we can start changing the habits. And when I talk about the habits, I'm talking about sometimes like high performance habits, but I'm talking about habits of feeling, habits of um, behavior, habits of thinking, because it's 
all connected. Right. Well, and so this is not just shifting your mindset, you know. I, I, and no. I think it's, no. A you lot of pointing there. <laughs> like it's oversimplified in a lot of, you know, a lot yeah. of far too many um, yes. yeah. leaders in this the community, thought leaders. Will I love been, that? And people think I love that you're bringing that up, and I don't. I rarely talk about the mindset sometimes when people seem to understand what's behind the mindset but it's all that it's the pattern it's the belief it's the emotion and when we just decide okay we can decide that we're going to do something and we can push through but that is the culture of you know um burning ourselves out just yeah. doing and, and pushing through and making it happen and no matter what but you know that's causing the problems in the end, in the long run. And sometimes it's useful to do that, to sort of get to the other side, but it's not working in the long run. And quite often when people say and hear and they read online, you just have to shift your mindset. You, you, you have a bad mindset about that. And they can't do that. They start believing, I'm not good enough. I can't do that. What I want is, that's not for me. Right. And then they quit. Then they give up. And this is oh, what I'm very passionate about. I'm going back to where we started. And I said, I believe everybody can actually do and have and become who they want to. Because there's so much truth in that heart desire. Right. But what's coming in the way, it's the beliefs, it's the comparison, it's the decision. I, it's not for me. And that's what I believed. Like I, I thought that it's it's not for me. I can't be creative. I can't do things, and you know. But I have proved to myself that I can. <laughs> Definitely, it seems like you've proved very much to yourself. So this is this is something that you've gone through that you you have the memory of. You understand the feelings that come up and the shifts that need to happen mm -hmm. to a person in order for them to fully appreciate and pursue yeah this you know i hate to call it a dream life because it seems so trite but it is a dream yeah life. yeah it's yeah it is a dream life and i i believe that dream life is like fe feeling happy having mm -hmm. the tools and ability to shift how you feel because then you can do that in a blink anytime you tap into these higher vibrations or, or, you know, feeling good, having a good life, appreciating what you have, even though everything is not perfect. Right. And it also requires shifting your perspective and really tapping into what makes you happy. Because I mm -hmm. think that that's another societal kind of societally influenced thing. Like, I work so hard, I should be making X amount of money. Mm. And when I make X amount of money, then I should mm -hmm. be happy. Yeah. And uh, ignoring the whole, you know, journey up to that point, and then getting to that point, I've heard from people who are making, you know, a million plus a year, and they're just like, it didn't make me happy. No, and they feel like, trapped most often, because they think that, you know, I'm here, I created this, I want something else, but I can't change. Yeah, because I have invested a lot. I, you know, then there's the only, you know, 
everything Ooh. that they had created, it's, it's really hard to get out from there. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to give it up, you know, give up all that. Or it doesn't mean that they have to start again. No, it means that they can find a new creative solution. And, but they can't kind of even think about that, you know, what would be possible. Right. And this is helpful, like when you work with the coach, and this is what I help with my clients. It's like really creating a new vision, creating a creative solution. How can I actually start doing other things while, you know, creating something new while keeping and maintaining what they already have? Right. Or even reconnecting to their original passion for it before it yeah. became like a, yeah. like a, um, a burden, you know, usually you go in a direction that you're super passionate about and then all of the shoulds and the, the ulterior motive, shall we say, yeah. become super loaded in your energy field for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all right, and and it, I I feel like it's a sort of a cycle that we are passionate about something. When I'm thinking of dreams or quantum leaps or however you call them, conscious manifestations that I have made real, it's been interesting the path how to get there. Very exciting. And you sort of live that already real before you are there because you're not thinking of the outcome while you are on the go, but you are sort of on the quest and opening up the doors and possibilities and taking action and having fun. And then when you get there and have that, it's like, oh, now it happened. Wow, that's amazing. But it doesn't feel that amazing anymore because you've been <laughs> there already sort of. So you're just like, then for a while, you're happy with that. And then you just like, what next? What's right. Next? What's next? You know. So. Right. Um, so that's what I think. It's like a conscious creatorhood that we need to keep moving on and flowing forward. And I think it's part of the human nature that we want more. We want change. We crave things, and quite often people kind of think that they are not allowed to ask for more true true because then you get it to that point where where then greed or yeah. you know and and that i think too that's one of the big blocks in in our yeah. community yes especially when we talk about spiritual people and community i needed to work with a lot of spiritual beliefs and and you know, really kind of a making peace in my heart that I can be successful and spiritual and conscious and happy and <laughs> and a mother and, you know, everything at the same time. And that was sort of a giving myself permission that was required, giving myself permission to understand that. And, and of course, doing the work with my business and understanding like, hey, I help people to change their lives pretty much and that's a big thing and valuing what I have but it starts from the inside like from self-appreciation and valuing and a lot of inner child healing was required actually oh wow no yeah. 
something that came up and we can maybe go back to the inner child mm -hmm. thing in a minute, but something mm -hmm. that came up a, a couple of times for me, are you helping them work the practical side as well as the energetic side? Yes. So them plot out their their um to-do list and action yes, items absolutely. along with um, yeah because i think that's a an important distinction to make so when somebody is working with you they're not only getting the and and, and not to discount the energetic mm -hmm. side of things but also those practical steps that are going to help them to build the business that they yes. want and find the success that they want yes i do i do and sometimes it's it's been hard for me to articulate like what, what i do because i in the end it's it's it can be a lot it depends we can take one part like the spiritual healing part and and work with the energetics and work with the blockages or then you know go all in and start creating the business by you know doing the healing work then focusing on the habits as well and then connecting with the vision, with the purpose, with the, with the um, day genius, what they're really calling into, and then taking the action plan forward. And this is pretty much the clarity method, you know, in kind of a um, described, like in a, in, a, in a short way. Oh, that's good. Because yeah. that I think is, is a necessary part of the holistic addressing yes. or the the holistic approach to business building into the energetics and the epigenetics and the yes. inner child healing and you know the family constellation or relationship patterns that are being yeah. brought into everything so whew, you i'm sure your your practice is very interesting for you to work your it life. is oh my god i love my work you know it, it is why i'm here so <laughs> it is my passion it is my purpose and and i absolutely love how i feel when i work with my clients and you mentioned earlier that um you know sometimes the clients are bringing up some obstacles and and problems of course because it's a, it's a relationship but I have found actually that it's not my, you know, when we are not as this is for the coaches, for all the coaches out there, <laughs> you don't have to bring, you don't bring your own emotions, your own things to, to your sessions with the clients. And at first when I started doing um, hypnosis and actually coaching as well, um, eight years ago, um, I leaked my own energy all the time because I went there with my whole energy. And now my work is much more powerful because I do the energy work with myself and I don't go there emotionally, but I am there holding space for them. Does that make sense? I want totally. to mention it's so, so important. And in some point I was like so drained. I was like, I can't do like, I can't, I can meet one person today and I've drained all day long. And, um, but that's not the case anymore. So it's like when we are witnessing our clients or they challenge us, they challenge us because of what they feel and what, where they come from and what their perspective is. And then there's work to do with them and it's not about us nice because yeah. i think that's you know and and especially like you said in the coaching community in the healing community in mm -hmm. the advising community you have to keep yourself out of the vessel yes that you're holding you have to keep yourself out of that container and just allow whoo i'm all like 
<laughs> you just have to allow yourself to do the work that you're there to do as a coach. Yes. And understand that that's also, you have to like make huge, big, honorable boundaries. You have to honor your own boundaries in that too, yes. so that you're not, um, not only that you're not bringing your own energy and influencing your client with that energy, but mm -hmm. also that you're not taking yes. that energy onto you. Yeah. And of course, like when we are empathetic and doing energy work, it sometimes happens. But, you know, then you have to become aware of that. And I, I see like sometimes when I'm working with the younger clients, like hypnotherapy clients, for example, I, I love to go them and help them with everything. But, you know, it's like you can have you can be compassionate. You can be very loving, accepting and supportive without doing that with your own emotions right so you're not there to mother them you're there to <laughs> support them as a hold space yes yeah. yes and and, yeah. and helping them to move forward and and guide them forward and help them to heal themselves yeah. because we're not doing the healing work for anybody they're doing it but we're just showing the way <laughs> right exactly and so can people work with you like one-on-one -on -one and group and how does that all yeah one-on-one -on -one, and then i have a facebook group and and then the programs and the best way to get the information about my programs is to join my newsletter list so i do share inspiring stories blogs free resources and and news on my newsletter and you can sign up on my website and that is right there jennyglatt.com <laughs> i love that it's popping up so i love it um and that is that is the best way to you know be, be part of the community but also get a lot out of it so oh that's good that's good to know so then people when they join your list they still get some resources and some yeah. some tools and tips and tricks well the newsletter is there to serve people and share and you know it's and of course i'm i'm offering my offerings that's my that's that's part of the work that's part of the business and you don't have a business if you don't sell anything <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I'm but, all you like know, and that is all to help others and that's something that I would love also to say to spiritual business owners that, you know, your job is to help others and your purpose is to help others. And you, if you don't sell anything, if you don't offer and you feel that it's, it's selling is sleazy, you know, it's, you don't get anything and you don't actually fulfill your purpose. So it's the responsibility that we have. Right. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up too, because mm. if, if you feel weird or sleazy about your offers, then either you have to take a step back and say, why? Mm -hmm. Because your business is there to make money, mm. you know, and, and that's its job. And, you know, talking about compartmentalizing things and everything like that. If, if your business's energy had a purpose, the purpose would be to make money and we can when we have money in our pockets we can change the world that's you yeah. know it's just yeah the purpose is to help others serve others and you know there's an energetic exchange for that so it's like um we all have to make money we all need to make money we all need money and we all 
can make a bigger impact and influence in the world when we are making more money. So it's like um, that's something I think it's better to become less emotional about money and understand that it's the good old energy <laughs> that many people are thinking that they don't understand what does it actually mean. But you give something in order to receive something and when you feel that you are aligned with that balance that you're giving and receiving and you have a good self-worth and high self-worth, you understand that you are doing actually a service and difference in the world. Right. And you're being a good um, example to other people too. Yeah. yeah I think you sure. mentioned that earlier. Yeah. 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 So Jenny Glad, I am so happy that you reached out and um, I'm all like, I need your services. <laughs> welcome, you know? welcome, welcome. We'd be happy to work with you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Thank so, you for having me. It was a pleasure to dive into this and have a chat with you. My pleasure too. And I think that we need in the spiritual community and especially as more and more conscious spiritual people start leaning in on their ethical and, you know, authentic and more aligned desires and visions for the world. We're going to need more people like you who can really bring a person back into their own center mm. and holistically help them to see how to create the world that they envision. Mm. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for yeah. being a resource and a guide for us in this definitely interesting time where we're really, really needed here. So yeah. I appreciate you, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody, this is Jenny Glad. And my name is Sue Ellis Seller. I'm here from Spiritual Business Spotlight. If you wanted to get in touch with Jenny, you can check out her website, www.jenny with two N's and an I. Yes, <laughs> that's the Finnish way. I'm from Finland originally. So that's oh, okay. I was trying to to um, place your accent. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I've been living in many countries over the years, so I don't know what my accent is anymore. <laughs> I know the feeling. Definitely Finnish, you know, I would say. <laughs> cool wonderful so everybody um get on jenny's email list use her tools and resources allow her to help and guide you and reach out to her if you need some help getting through these obstacles they're regular normal obstacles and challenges that a lot of us are facing so don't feel bad about it just reach out and get some help for it and then that will help you succeed and take you to the next level which is why we're here right so Talk to you soon, everybody. Take care and we'll see you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm like, hang on.